someone sent me a text last week and said that it would be a good topic for a time in to talk about answering amen to a child's bracha. I said, of course I've done that topic already because it's in my second sefer and it wouldn't have gotten there if I hadn't done that topic yet. He said, check, you didn't do it yet. I checked, apparently I didn't do it yet. I don't know how it got into the sefer. So here is the, uh, here's the topic. Meaning it's something that pe- most people wouldn't even think about, you wouldn't even think twice about. What would be the issue? A cute thing. A kid says a bracha, so you answer amen. It's only the polite thing to do. The kid will get all upset if you don't answer amen. To his, uh, to his bracha. So there is certainly generally an obligation to answer Amen. The Gemara in Mesachas Yuma, the Flam Zayim Amadal, derives from the Pasuk Yishem Hashem Ekra, Havagodel Elokeinu, that Moshe Rabbeinu instructs Klal Yisrael that when I am Mevarech and Mask Yishem Hashem Yisbarech, you're supposed to be Havagodel Elokeinu by answering Amen. And uh, Chazal think that, uh, that an Amen is a very, very big deal, so much so that the Magen Avram calls him Yarizal, that a person should, we know that the Gemara tells in Brachos, a person is supposed to try to say, 100 brachos each and every day. The Magen Avram calls them the Arizal person is supposed to try to answer 90 amens every single day. And therefore, it's probably a good idea that if you're going to say a bracha, they should say it out loud so that the people around you could uh, get closer to their 90 amens for, uh, for the day. Not only that, there's a beautiful story or a, uh, I don't know, a, 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 I don't know, a story in Kafachayim in some Kufchav Dalid where he writes that, uh, that one time the Rav Mordechai Yafi, the Bal Halavushim, the Lavush was, uh, went to the, uh, went, went to, uh, to, to Rabbi Abuav to learn Chachma Saibur, uh, from him. And, uh, there was a child of Rabbi Abuav who was there who said a bracha and everyone else answered Amen and the Lavush didn't answer Amen. And uh, Rabbi Abuav immediately put him in Cherim for a Nidoy of uh, Shloshim Yom, and uh, he begged him to take him out of the Nidoy, and he said, You know, uh, it's a Sakana if you don't answer Amen after a child recites a Bracha, and it's uh, no hard feelings, but I probably just saved your life by putting you in Nidoy because you, you know, uh, because it could be something that's very dangerous not to answer Amen after a child's Bracha. So, on the one hand, of course you answer Amen. On the other hand, the Gemara Bracha stuff from Zainam Ralph tells us that if someone answers in Amen Yasoma, Banav Yiyu Yisomim. His children will be Yisomim. Which is, you know, pretty extreme in the opposite direction. That if you answer an unnecessary Amen, that's a klala, that a person is not going to be around much longer to, uh, to answer unnecessary Amens. So what about when a little child says a bracha? Is that considered a regular Amen? Or is that considered an Amen Yisoma? On the one hand, you could say that uh, the, child, the bracha of a child is not coming to be matir anything. He's not being mekayim any, any mitzvah. He's not chayiv in mitzvahs. It's the father's chayiv of chinuch that's being mekuyim through the child. So maybe that would be an amen yisama. On the other hand, since the child is allowed to recite the bracha, so it's not an amen yisama because he's saying a bracha that is necessary for his chinuch, one that he's allowed to and that we would encourage him to say. And therefore maybe it's not an amen yisama. So we don't have to look very far. Bracha stuff in Gimel and Beis. The Gemara tells us, What's the din about answering amen after children? They answer Amen after everybody except for Tinoch Shabbos Rabban because they're only reciting the brachos to learn. Says the Gemara, But that's only when it's not Eden Miftarayhu. But when it's Eden Miftarayhu, then you do answer Amen. So the Gemara says this very, it tells us very clearly: you don't answer Amen to Tinoch Shabbos Rabban when they are learning but at Eden Miftarayhu you do answer Amen. Now, two things are 
unclear about this Gemara. One is, what in the world does Eden Miftaraihu mean? And the other is, when the Gemara asks, Mahulana Samein, what is the Gemara's question? Is the Gemara saying, are you obligated to answer Amen after a child's bracha? Or is the Gemara asking, are you permitted to answer Amen after a child's bracha? Tosas Arash on the spot says that the Gemara's question is, Im Tzorich Lanos Amen. That there's no doubt that you can answer Amen to a child's bracha. The only question is, are you obligated to answer Amen to a child's bracha? But Rov Rishonim assume not that way. Rov Rishonim assume that the question is, are you permitted to answer Amen after a child's bracha? So now it becomes really important to know what Eden Miftaraihu means. Because if you're only allowed to answer Amen at Eden Miftaraihu, then we need to know what that means. So three Shitos in Rishonim. The Rashba and the Sugi and Brachas over there, the Torah quotes from the Raivet, the same idea in Simon Reish Tesvav, that Eden Miftaraihu means that at the time that they eat and are saying a Bracha to potter themselves, to be allowed to eat that food, that's a mitzvah of Chinuch, and therefore you're allowed to answer Amen. The Kesemisha seems to understand that that is the Shita of the Rambam as well in Ilchus Brachos, uh, Perak Aleph Halacha Tesvav, that when they're eating food and they're saying a Bracha on the food, you're allowed to answer Amen. But when they're just in school and they're learning, what Bracha do you say on an apple? And they say the whole Bracha, so then you don't answer Amen to that Bracha. It's the Islamic and they're just learning, you're not allowed to answer Amen to such a thing, but when they're actually using the Bracha to eat food, you're allowed to answer Amen. Rashi says, no, Eden Miftarayu means, that if a child is reading the Haftorah, so then you answer Amen to the Brachos that he makes on the Haftorah. It used to be that it wasn't a Bar Mitzvah boy that would, uh, that would lay in the Haftorah, it was pre-Bar Mitzvah boys that, uh, that would sometimes lay in the Haftorah. So if a pre-Bar Mitzvah boy is laying in the Haftorah, and he says a Bracha, so you answer Amen to that. Now what is Rashi trying to tell us? It could be that Rashi is trying to tell us exactly the same as the Rashba and the Rambam and the Ravid, that yeah, only answer Amen when he's using it. So one example of when he's using the Bracha is when he's uh, saying a Bracha on the Haftorah. But uh, if he's just Stam saying a Bracha because he's trying to learn a Bracha, then you would not answer Amen. Or you could argue that no, maybe Rashi's Davka saying uh, the, the Kriyas Haftorah because the Kriyas Haftorah is part of the, uh, the Tzibur's uh, you know, uh, format of Davening and of what we do when we're in Shul. So the whole Tzibur is really using it. It's not just the child that's using it. So maybe you'd answer Amen to something uh, like that. Pashas is the, uh, the first way. Then the Torah quotes Yesh Mefarshim, Yesh Mefarshim, that Eden Miftarayu means that they're, uh, uh, when, they, when they leave Yeshiva, that after they leave Yeshiva, Eden Miftarayu means when they take leave of, uh, of, of the classroom. So it means that you don't answer Amen to their bracha when they're in the classroom, but once they leave the classroom, then they answer Amen. So it's the same as the first Shita, it's just that the first in Lemaisa, it's the same as the first Shita, it's just that the first Shita teaches the word Miftarayu when they're pottering themselves with that bracha. Whereas this Shita says Miftarayu means when they're saying goodbye to the yeshiva and therefore they're just going out of the real world and saying a regular bracha. Bottom line, it seems that there's no nafkamina between three shitos. All three shitos seem to assume that if a child is just stam saying a bracha but there's no food in front of him, he's not using it for anything, you would not be allowed to answer amen. That would be an amenia summa. But if a child is saying a bracha on an actual piece of food, then you would be allowed to answer amen. The question is, why? What's the difference? In either case, in either case, the child is not, is, is, is not a mechuyiv bedaver, and in either case, you're being mechaim the mitzvah of chinuch by training the child how to say a bracha. In one case, he has an apple in front of him and he's saying the bar priates. In the other case, he's in a classroom and he's learning how to say bar priates on an apple with 
without an apple in front of him. But either way, it's the same mitzvah. It's the same mitzvah of chinuch. Why would there be a difference between them? So it's a well-known chakir in the achronim. What exactly is the geder of the mitzvah of chinuch? Is it that the mitzvah of chinuch is to be margil akaton in mitzvahs? Or is it, I mean, just to get him in the habit of doing the mitzvahs, or is it that when a child does a mitzvah, he's doing, he's being makayim, chinuch is to encourage the child to be makayim in the mitzvahs in enam of tzuvah v'yosah. Rav Shachta writes in Be'ikfei in a footnote on page Ayin Dalit, the li'olam hakata nishar lav barchiyuvah feel me drabanan. He's not a barchiyuvah at all, even on a drabanan level. El shichivu chachamim lisnadev b'toras enam tzuvah v'yosah lekayim is called a mitzvah. It's that the chum were mechayiv him as an enam tzuvah v'yosah to fulfill all of the mitzvahs. It could be that both are true, that both of these elements of chinuch are true, and sometimes one exists without the other. For example, what about chinuch to uh, to refrain from a mitzvah losase? So it's not shaykh to say that someone is doing as an enu mitzvah v'yose on a losase. I can't say, well, you know, I'm an, I'm a Yisrael, I'm not a kohen, but I'm going to be extra machmir. I'm not going to go into a cemetery anyway because as an enu mitzvah v'yose, I'm going to volunteer not to become tamitum and That's ridiculous. I, I don't have such a restriction on me, so there's no volunteering such a uh, such a restriction. Where so you wouldn't say enu mitzvah v'yose, but to be margil akaton in uh, into to uh, into a losa not into not eating chazer is so certainly you want to be margil him not to eat uh, chazer even though you can't say he's being volunteering as an animal of Vyosa not to eat uh, not to eat chazer so you do have some uh, some nafkaminas between these two approaches so it could be that the gender of the mitzvah of chinuch and brachos could be broken down in these two categories as well that when the child is learning in the yeshiva how to say the words of the bracha or or if a child doesn't understand what the concept of a bracha is but you just want it to be shagur bepiv you want to get him to used to the words so you teach him a you teach him those words but he has no concept of what he's talking about or what he's doing so then it's not even a bracha. then it's not an enu mitzvah he's not really doing you're just being margil him in saying those words on such a bracha there's no amen but when the child is already uh, of an age where he understands what he's uh, he understands what he's saying and he, he's not a, he's not but he's volunteering the mitzvah as an enu mitzvah so there's a cheftzah shal bracha there he's saying a bracha on something on uh, you know on, on, on food that he's about to eat then maybe it would be you, you would answer I mean you have a similar machlokas between Ramesha Sturmbach and Shufus Van Hagos Chelik Beis Simen Kuf Lamid and the Divrei Chaim and Chelik Beis Simen Tas what if a child is in a makam etunach and he recites a bracha would you answer Amen after uh, such, a, such a bracha so Ramesha Sturmbach thinks absolutely not because even though you're mechanichim to be to be mevarich even in um, in such a matzav that's only to be margil him levarich but it's not a cheftzah bracha that you can answer on whereas divrei chaim says that you can answer on on a bracha of a tinok that's metunaf the child is a mess he's got uh, whatever uh, these uh, his his body is uh, unclean so the chorah that's the machlokas so when a child is metunaf is it a cheftzah bracha or not so how do we paskin laloch in shulchan aruch so in shulchan aruch in reish tesvav shulchan aruch paskins hashomea echad miyisrael mevarich achas mikol abrachos you hear anybody saying any bracha chayav lanosach rav amein absolutely you should answer amein aval imayu mevarich apikores okuti otinok 
If a child says a bracha or an apikaris or a kuti or someone who's being mishana from the madbe uh, of the brachos, you don't answer a main. But then the shulchan qualifies. The fact that you don't answer a main after a tinok, that's only when he's learning the bracha from his by his rebbein. That shemutul lami l'tinok is a brachos ketiknan where you're allowed to teach to them saying the shem Hashem even though it's a bracha levatala at the time that they're learning it. But at the time that they're saying a bracha to actually pata themselves where they're b'nei chinuch, then you would answer amen to their bracha. So Shulchan is pretty clear that when they're, you need two things. You need that they're using it for actual food and that they're b'nei chinuch, that they're old enough for the age of, uh, of chinuch. Uh, Rav Yosef points out in Yabi Omer Chalik Beis or Chaim Simiyu Gimel Oschas that there's no middle ground over here. There's no I can choose yes or I can choose no. That maybe I will answer amen, maybe I won't. If if you're not obligated to, it's an amen yisoma, and then it's an iser. Then uh, then but of you yisoma, you know. Then it's a, so it's it's either one or the other. So when you have let's say a two year old that uh, that is uh, very um, what do they say that uh, what do they say about the Vilna Gon or something that he uh, when he was nursing from his mother he said a bracha. But let's say you have uh, you have you have a two year old that uh, knows how to say brachos, but he has no concept of what the bracha means. So to answer a main in such a case would be an iser because it's not a chafzashal bracha bechlal because he has no idea what the bracha is being chal on. When you have someone who's of the age of chinuch and he happens to be using the bracha in action right now for real with uh, with food in front of him, then you would answer amen to uh, to such a bracha. This may uh, be a kula also, not only a chumra not to answer amen after the very little kid's bracha, but it could be a kula sometimes. You're giving a child a bath or something. He's uh, two years old and he's in the bathtub and he's singing all the songs that he learned in his playgroup. And the song is the bracha on Ner Hanukkah and the bracha. So he's singing it all and he's totally, uh, you know, he's in the bathtub and uh, you know and he's singing away. So uh, so do you, should you try to you know start uh, singing something else with him? You know, uh, start singing uh, I don't know uh, the ABCs or something with him instead, or just let it go. So if it's not a chefsushal bracha at all, I don't know. Maybe you can let it go. Maybe you. Can if it, if it doesn't count as a chafzashal bracha at all, because he has no clue what he's saying, it's just uh, empty words to him. So maybe you can let it go. Maybe it's like Sefer Torah Shekasvo Min that the Gemara in Gittin Dav Memheim Beis says that it has no kedusha whatsoever, and you, you you burn such Sefer Torah without even thinking twice about uh, what you're doing to the to the Shemos Hashem. After all, right when the Shulchan Aruch this halacha says apikores okuti otinok, sounds like it's all in the same category. That when once it's not a proper bracha, sounds like the bracha of an it's absolutely meaningless. It has no uh, no value whatsoever. But uh, but generally speaking, you do see it's Allah Mufresh and Shulchan Aruch that when a child is not yet of the age of Chinuch, that one should be careful not to answer Amen. I seem to recall that I saw once in Elicha Shlomo that Roshlomo Zalman used to, uh, to make the kid feel better, he would say Amen. You know, like he would uh, not say, not pronounce the Nun, and then the uh, kid wouldn't chap that uh, what, he, what, he was, uh, what he was doing. I don't think you have so many kids running around at Israel not knowing how to say Amen because they heard Roshlomo Zalman say Amen and they think that that's his minute. The stomach, they thought he was. Uh, he was answering Amen. So I think I heard once that that's what Rosh Hashanah did. Okay, have a great day, everybody. There's a whole lot of close to me. We have to answer Amen after a child. Thank you so much.